0: This week on Pop Culture Confidential, one of the world's biggest stars, Priyanka Chopra, Bollywood superstar, is taking Hollywood by storm in the new ABC hit drama Quantico. an explosion rocked the entire city we got a tip right before the explosion
1: that it was an inside job at one of our own agents that's crazy how old do you know these people wait are you telling me you think one of these people is a terrorist i never thought before i could save our country do you think i had something to do with this because if you do i can stop now agent Parrish. we know it's you i'd have to
0: save myself hi i'm christina yerling biro i will admit i'm starstruck at 33 years old, Priyanka Chopra has already acted in over 50 films. She's the third highest paid actress in Bollywood. She has a huge singing career. She's collaborated with Pitbull, among others. She's a vocal activist for girls' and women's rights. And now she's a breakout star in the U.S. on the new television series Quantico. Priyanka Chopra was born in Jamshedpur, India, to parents who were both physicians in the Indian army. She spent her high school years in the U.S. and returned to India in her late teens. At 18, she had won the Miss World title and her movie career took off. As a leading actress of Hindi cinema, she's shown herself to be extremely versatile, playing many unconventional characters. A serial killer, glamorous femme fatales, an autistic woman, and India's real-life boxing champion, Mary Kom, in the biopic of the same name. Now Priyanka Chopra is starring in ABC's new drama, Quantico, by creator-showrunner Joshua Safran, who was formerly showrunner on Gossip Girl. She plays Alex Parrish, a new FBI recruit in training accused of a terrorist attack just as the series begins. Priyanka Chopra is making history as the first South Asian woman to headline a U.S. network drama series. Miss Priyanka Chopra, thank you so much for joining me. And first off, congratulations on Quantico getting a full-season pickup. Thank you. We're very excited. I've been looking at your schedule while waiting for this interview. You just flew in from India. You're filming on weekends there and weekends in the U.S. I mean, is that even physically possible? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I guess since I've been doing it, it must be. I didn't know it was before that, and nor did my co-actors. But, you know, you have to do what you have to do. Um, you know, girl's word is a bond, and... I had to finish my movie there, and I had to finish Quantico as well. And the best way of doing this was to be able to fly out for the weekend and shoot Quantico on the weekdays.
0: Are you one of those people that's not affected by a jet lag and stress and things like that, or are you exhausted?
1: I think my body has given up on jet lag now, but um, it does scream out once in a while and say that I want my bed, but uh, you have to power through it, um, You know, drink lots of coffee and just arrive the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I understand that um, ABC Network, they sent you like 26 scripts to read and Quantico was your first choice. Why?
1: I think I'm a huge fan of pop entertainment and uh, that's the kind of actor I am. I'm an entertainer and no matter where in the world I go, that's what I like to do. And Quantico is that kind of show, you know. It was a It, which is my favorite Um, it keeps you on your toes but at the same time it's not screaming that I'm art take me seriously you know it doesn't take your intelligence for granted it keeps questioning um, everything that you know and asks you to be smarter than the writers and I think that's really cool for um, a TV show Quantico they say it's the toughest boot camp grad school all rolled into one now let's see if you can survive
0: nice to meet you
1: we had sex in your car six
0: hours ago. Didn't think you'd want everyone to know
1: that. Why not? And I love Alex's character. I think, she, you know, she's just a smart, modern woman of today. And um, she's intelligent, she's sexy. But at the same time, she's, you know, someone who's a ahead ahead of the game all the time. She's, um, you know, the best student in her class. And, and at the same time, tragedy strikes. So it's just a... It's just a great part and a great show. And out of everything that ABC was making, Quantico was my favorite. And I guess the ratings support my decision.
0: Yeah, it's it's true. Did you do a lot of training before the filming started? There's some pretty impressive action.
1: I know, but I'm fortunate that I've been trained in one of the most prolific film industries in the world, which is the Hindi movies. And I've done a lot of action movies. So that really helped me. I didn't have to do much. In fact, it made Quantico a lot more easier for me. Um, I didn't have to, I mean, every time I went into rehearsal, I would, I would get what I, you know, the action scenes and stuff faster because I just, I know, and sometimes you have to shoot without rehearsal because you don't have time. We're racing against time to make every episode. So, um, I think it was easier for me to do it because of the experience I've had in the Hindi movies.
0: I understand that the Americans, the ABC network, they flew to your home, to India, to convince you to come over to Hollywood. And the network offered you those 26 scripts. And you're one of the biggest, biggest stars in India with over 50 films. Um, Has it been like starting over?
1: In a way. um, I have to admit that ABC gave me the respect of being um, the international actor that I am and being in the position that I am. They didn't look at me as if I was a new actor, when it came to um, giving me the choices and and um that I got while I was doing this show so um i I have a lot of respect for them for that usually you know when when people look at um actors from around the world, especially in a different uh, industry it's it's almost as if you're treated um inferior but ABC didn't do that. And I was very grateful for that The game they listened to what I wanted to do. I was very clear that I didn't want to be cast for the color of my skin. I wanted to be cast on merit, and I didn't want to do a stereotypical um show where it was about um where I come from, but I just I'm an actor, and I wanted to be taken seriously for that and they gave me that Alex was a role that was not written for an Indian girl, but it was still. Um, given to me and then conformed to who I am. And and the the story was tweaked for me to be able to play it. So, um, you know, I think ABC took a chance on me um, just as I took a chance on them. And it's it's something that's not been done before. And we both kind of walked into uncharted territory and it seems to have worked so far. Um, We didn't know it would. Um, there was no assurity.
0: You must be so huge, you know. I mean, you must be recognized the minute you put your foot on on the street from your home. Um, and uh, in a way, you're sort of introducing yourself again. Is 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 that true? Yes, absolutely.
1: And it's it's extremely um, disconcerting to be a newcomer after working in almost fifty movies and to introduce yourself all over again to the world or to the other parts of the world that don't know me. So yeah, that it's a bit disconcerting but it's also exciting and you know thrilling and because I'm doing it on my own terms and and um, that's why I guess it, it makes me a little bit more comfortable And um, if I'm introducing myself to the world and I have to be judged then I might as well be Uh, judged on in in something that I believe in and Quantico is definitely something that I believe in and so is Alex.
0: I get the impression that you've been very ballsy in your acting choices um, back home in Bollywood. You've made some really interesting female characters and challenged yourself and the industry over there as well. Is that true? Well,
1: that was not the reason why I did it, but I guess maybe my choices did. They have been um, let's say they've been um, they've not been the normal choices for a female actor. Um, I always like to play empowered women, even if it's a small part or a big part. And I've been very fortunate that I've had filmmakers make or write characters, uh, which are empowered enough for me. Um, So it's been great. Yeah. I've been allowed to make my choices and I've been allowed to play really powerful women and uh, that's a really good feeling
0: um i'm talking about one you played mary calm which is a biopic of an indian female boxer um and it looks just incredibly kick-ass if i understand correctly this is the first bollywood film about a female athlete was that daunting
1: it was scary (laughs) (laughs) it was a little bit scary especially because mary is almost my age and she's a living breathing person you know usually when you tell stories of, of people, uh, or, you know, you do biopics, it's, it's after they're much older, they have retired or, um, but this is a living, breathing person who is still a boxer and still training for the Olympics and, and a huge, um, asset to our nation. So that was the bigger challenge. And plus I looked nothing like her. So I had to embody her spirit a lot more. Um, so that was kind of interesting for me to do. It was a huge challenge, and I'm glad it
0: paid off. What's up, you Boxing gloves going I'm I'm
1: I'm going to
0: I understand that you did, as you seem to do, you make many movies at the same time. And, and at one point, you while you were making that, you're, you you were so trained that when you went back to another movie, your arms were much too big. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was filming Dilda Akne Do almost 10 days after I finished very And for the first one month of the movie, I think I, I had to be given sleeves because my shoulders were like a boxer. And in the in that movie, I play a really fragile, feminine um girl you know who is stuck in uh she's ambitious and she's extremely professionally successful but in a personal situation she's just extremely fragile so my director was just like oh my god with these arms you're never gonna look fragile so she had to cover <laughs> my arms for like at least a month
0: <laughs> what would you describe now that you've been in, in hollywood as the biggest difference for you as an actor um between bollywood and hollywood
1: if i could you know, the language is different, Hindi and English. They speak English here, we speak Hindi. But the madness and the chaos is the same. I think on any set, um, whether it's TV or film, there's always chaos. There's always ADs screaming for the actors to come on set. There's always directors saying what you have to do. And, you know, you're always running against time. That's always the same. Um, The big difference for me was TV versus feature. Mm -hmm. Because um, in features, you know, we're a lot more languid. We do like one scene in two days or three days. Here you're doing 10 scenes in one day. So the pace was something that was hard for me. I don't think it was as much of a difference between Bollywood and Hollywood for me. I mean, of course, except for the fact that we have music, uh, which is which plays a really important part of our film in India. But, um, but so does Quantico. Quantico has incredible music, uh, which is supported... Um, which supports the screenplay, um, and Josh Safran was very sure of that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess the only difference for me was really the TV and the CJ bit.
0: Um, and you're making history as the first South Asian woman to headline a network drama series. I interviewed um, another South Asian actor, a Daily Show correspondent, Asif Manvi, and he was talking about sort of the U.S. stereotypes that it was for him while he was getting his career going in the States, cab drivers and such. Is it the same for you, do you feel, as a woman?
1: Well, you know, when I came into um, doing this holding deal with ABC, I didn't have a point to prove and I was very clear about the kind of path that I would do to ABC and to myself. Um, I just knew that I've been given a certain position as an actor in India, and that's the kind of position I would like to take internationally too, whether it was America or any other country that I went in. Um, So it wasn't an effort that I was trying to break uh, American entertainment or the American industry. I just, I tried to reach out. I mean, I was trying to just expand myself as an actor and ABC gave me the ability to do that by putting me in the platform which puts me in the same position as I was in, in India, you know. Um, so I was very clear about that when I came in and yes, of course, there are stereotypical parts made um, all over the world and a lot of them came to me here as well. But I think I stuck my ground and I knew that I wanted to break a stereotype if I ever did a mm-hmm. did a part in America. Um, I, When I Growing up here in high school, I was very, I couldn't, I didn't see anyone who looked like me. And even if they did, it was usually a from The Simpsons or, you know, who spoke a certain way. Or, um, so I, I knew that that was not something I didn't want to be put in a box because of the way I looked. Um, I think I just wanted to be cast on my merit as an actor and uh, that's what happened with Quantico.
0: But it must have been a, quite of an effort. I mean, you had already established many years of work to get these great roles in India before you came over here. Was it, was it quite did, did you feel that it took many years for you? Did you have to prove something? Yeah, well, it did
1: take a couple of years to prove. I mean, I didn't come into the movie business ready um as an actor i didn 't know anything when I joined movies. I was eighteen. My film school has been my career um, I've done films and parts which which helped me reach a point where people took me seriously enough to give me roles which could which could you know embody empowered women. But it took a couple of years obviously. I had to figure out what it takes to be an actor. I had to be an actor which was worth my salt um to be able to do those roles. And, you know, it takes time to do that. I was just 18 years old when I started.
0: Because I was quite touched because a, a reoccurring theme that you can see, I mean, I'm, I'm even in the gossip things here, but also in India was that there's, oh, the the women of Bollywood are always, you know, fighting or this one is that one. But then when a couple of weeks ago, when, when you went over to Quantico or when you got it, there was this incredible show of solidarity from the women in Bollywood who sent you all these, I mean, I, I'm supposing very famous women who sent you all these messages of congratulations on social media and go get them over there in the U.S. And I thought that was quite an amazing show of of solidarity.
1: Absolutely. Um, First of all, I think it's a myth and it's sort of a stereotype, again, against female actors, because when two boys do a movie together, it's called a bromance. But when two women do a film together, it's called a cat fight. And I think that's something I've been trying to fight for a very long time. Um I get along with most of my female actors in fact I'm a lot more than I do with the boys um and uh, I think it's 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 a new generation it's a new breed I think female actors are not insecure and we need to stop being um stereotyped in that I've always had so much support from my female contemporary co-actors um in everything that I've done because I do all these <laughs> I push the envelope and they're always like my champions so I've not experienced um that kind of uh, I've not experienced that and I don't think it just happens with females but I think it it, it's just easier to make headlines when you say two female actors are, are are quarreling or or jealous because that's what females are attributed with but I don't think anymore I think women are very empowered and they're happy in their own space my career has never been dependent on the failures and success of anyone else it's always been my own And, um, I don't think for anyone else either. So it was, it was amazing to see the show of support from the Indian film industry, not just the women, but, um, just everyone who came out and, you know, stood by me for this. It, it meant a lot.
0: Um, switching gears a little bit last year you wrote a piece for the Guardian regarding um, as as UNICEF national ambassador for India which you are um, you wrote about female genital mutilation and child marriage of destroying childhoods I was stunned by the numbers that you quoted in 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 your piece I hadn't realized that it was seven hundred million women worldwide married as children Um and 130 million uh, girls and women being cut. How should we start dealing with this?
1: I think it's basically a mindset thing. We've been, for eons, we've been told, worldwide, not just in a particular few countries. Worldwide, we've been told that women should be a certain way, or women need to speak a certain way, or dress a certain way, or behave a certain way. There have always been guidelines for women, but none for men. I think that's the stereotype that needs to be changed first, the mindset of the fact that women are as free to be able to make their choices and have opinions than to be subjugated and and be submissive. Equality is a long way away, and I'm I'm a huge feminist when it comes to believing the fact that women need to be given the opportunities. We're walking in the direction of change. It'll take a long time, but I think people need to start sitting up and talking about opportunities and people need to start sitting up and talking about rights, basic human rights for women across the world I mean we sit in, in comfortable positions and I'm talking about you and me not just in America um, even in India and, and in a lot of countries in the world we've been given the privileged position to be sitting to be sitting in the comfort of our homes and talking about the rights of women. But at the same time, if you look around you and if you look around the globe, there are millions and millions of women who don't even have the right to speak or leave their homes. And I think those are the women that we need to champion for as free women who have been raised to have, like my parents raised me, to have opinions and, and to be able to say what I want. We need to champion those women who don't have that.
0: And a quick question, because we haven't got um, a chance to talk about your your big music career. You're singing with Pitbull, and and um, but you really wanted to be Mrs. Tupac Shakur. I understand.
1: <laughs> oh, well, you know, teenage crushes. What do I say? Um, as a teenager, everyone has their moments, and mine was Tupac. I I really, really loved him and his music, and I was a '90s kid, and hip hop was a big part of. Um, who I was at that point, and yeah, that's what I wanted to do, <laughs> but uh, I guess as a teenager you know you have you have various choices and keep up with mine
0: <laughs> says well, um, you must have been crushed when 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 he died. Yeah,
1: I wore black for like a month to school with my hair down. I was in mourning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, will you continue working both um, in Hollywood and in India, you think?
1: Yes, that's the plan. Um, Bollywood was never a stepping stone for me. It was always uh, my career. It was always something that I did. And I want to do. I have withdrawal symptoms when I don't do a big song with a million dancers behind me.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: yes, I intend to balance both. It will take a lot out of me for sure. It's exhausting. It's exhausting to keep flying back and forth. But um, it's the choice that I've made, and I want to be able to give both the film industries that I'm working in um as much importance as i can
0: any travel tips that we don't know since you you seem to be living on an airplane
1: oh don't do it (laughs) (laughs) because it's extremely brutal but you have to do what you have to do i guess um hydrate a lot um that's what i do on planes and i try and sleep for the entire journey because i usually go from set to set um and uh, it's. And I think also what I do very importantly is that I moisturize a lot. (laughs) I don't know if that is something you want to know, but um, that's really important to keep your skin um, hydrated because these flights just take it out of you.
0: You must be walking on sets and getting extreme movie makeup and then back on a plane and, of course, that's... Yeah, and I usually
1: leave from set, get into a car and go to the airport, land and from the airport go to a set, so yeah, you know, you have to find um, a way of keeping your skin going.
0: Well, kind of like you've done now. Thank you so much for taking this time to talk to me and congratulations on the series of the show and everything else that you're doing. Thank you so much, Christina. It's
1: lovely speaking to you. I hope you get a chance to see the show. So it's starting there on October nineteenth. And on
0: Monday it's starting um, on for Swedish Towns list, yes. So I'm sure it'll be it'll be just as big here, I'm sure. So
1: I hope so. Well I've I've received my movies have always received so much support from um, from you guys in that part of the world, and so is my music, actually. And I just hope that you know um, people in Sweden like the show as well. Well,
0: thank you so much, and 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 I hope. You, are you off on your set already now? I'm
1: already in my makeup and hair chair.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a really good day. Thank
1: you so much, Vivian. Lovely speaking to you.
0: Thank you to Priyanka Chopra. So Quantico premieres here in Sweden this Monday, October 19th on Kanal 5, Channel 5. And in the US, Quantico is on Sunday nights on ABC. And thank you for listening. Keep in touch. Send us a message on Twitter. The handle is at podpopculture, podpopculture, or send it to me at Jörling Birro, J-E-U-R-L-I-N-G-B-I-R-R-O. I'd love to hear from you. This episode was edited by Tom Hansen, music by Callboy, Boy, and produced by Rene Wieterstedt and myself, Christina Jörling-Biro. Thank you very much for listening.